What is happening, people? Let's roll this podcast hot. I opened up my Instagram approximately 12 minutes ago, and I had a message from one of you guys in my Q&A on my story about what podcast do you want to hear? And I had quite a few messages about setting goals. And I thought, you know what? What a good idea to, what a, what a good kind of podcast to end the year on, because obviously New Year's coming is coming up. We have New Year's resolutions. We have failed goals. We have things that don't go so well. And uh, a lot of people are going to be in a, in, a, in a similar boat where they want to set New Year's goals. Maybe they've set New Year's goals in the past, and and they failed every single one. And it might be in the back of your head. You don't want to repeat the same thing again and again and again. No one likes to fail. But let me tell you something. If you do the same thing, if you set a goal and go through the same system that you've been using for every other goal or lack of system, the exact same thing is going to happen. People don't change. Behaviors don't change. Nothing is going to magically change because you've set a new goal. You're going to fail it just if you, just as you have failed every other goal. So I'm actually going to make a YouTube video on this. And uh, do you know when you're going to you're going to do something, you know, it's going to be fucking epic. I know this YouTube video is going to be fucking epic. So stay tuned for it. And uh, I want to make a proper YouTube video on how to set meaningful goals. And this podcast is going to be a bit of a uh, pre-planning session for me and just an, an offload. Like I haven't actually planned anything yet, but I'm just going to talk about it and kind of plan the video out in the sense of a podcast and just give you and another internal narrative made external when it comes to setting goals, achieving goals, and how to actually make meaningful goals that go somewhere and you move towards. So first and foremost, then, what should you do when it comes to setting goals? We're going we're gonna to go from a start. This might be a bit all over the place because, like I said, there's no planning or structure to this. But we're going to talk about what I would do if I'm I'm going to be setting my goals in the next few days for the for the following the upcoming year and uh, and yeah so there's some basic rules that you want to follow there's some basic things that you want to do when setting your New Year's resolutions or New Year's or your your goals I prefer to just call them yearly goals you want to make the goal specific make the goal specific be specific with the amount of money you want to earn be specific with how many people you want to help be specific with what you want to do so make the goal specific and set an end date to when you are going to achieve it that way you'll have a deadline and you'll be working towards a deadline and it will create pressure and it will create necessity you're going to be hearing that word a lot in terms of working towards your goals so you want to create a specific goal you want to create a deadline for that goal and most importantly, you want to fucking write it down. And I'm not talking write it down and then just never look at it again. So what do you, what, what have you done in previous years for New Year's resolutions? You, you might have thought of a resolution. Maybe you've told one or two people. Maybe you haven't. Maybe you've written it down. Maybe you haven't. And you look at it at the start of the year. And then you a few weeks go by and you're, you're, you're determined to make this, this, this goal succeed. You're working towards your goals. And, uh, and then you slowly begin to, to forget about it or you slowly begin to fall behind. And you live by the notion that out of sight is out of mind. So you push the goal down to the back of your head as the year progresses. You don't have anything pushing it in your face. You don't have anyone being like, yo, when are you doing this? You just slowly begin to forget about it as it slips out of your grasp. And that same cycle is going to repeat. There there is a reason why something like 80 to 90% of people fail their New Year's resolutions or don't even succeed or don't go anywhere near them because it's that they because failure is easier than not even trying. If you've if you haven't even tried, if you haven't created a system that puts the goal in the forefront of your mind and actually created a plan to get you there, it's much easier to come up with excuses to yourself as to as to not even trying versus I failed. It's going to be a lot more gentler on your ego to say that, oh, I didn't try it, but I'll, I'll try next year or I'll try in a few months time versus I wasn't good enough. I failed. Ouch. 
So what you want to do then is um, get a diary. First and foremost, get a diary. That is the most important thing. And obviously, you can write these on your phone, but I think a diary is very, very important because you're physically putting it down there. You're like actually crafting the crafting the goal out of ink like a like a sculpture making something and like an artist making a beautiful sculpture so get a diary i suggest the my favorite i've tried many different diaries my favorite is the moleskin a5 i think it's a5 moleskin a5 daily planner with the daily view that's the one that you want mole skin um i get the soft back as well not the hard back because i travel a lot and every like gram counts in terms of weight and also it's a few mil uh, shorter but in terms of diaries those are going to be the best quality those are amazing i've used those for like the last three or four years you're going to want to get yourself a diary and i also suggest getting yourself a getting yourself like a journal as well just to write things down on and i'm dig off on a bit of a tangent but i actually don't know how people survive without a journal or a diary because i have so much going on in my head in terms of ideas and uh, i can like meditate all i want and say that i'm gonna be i'm gonna quiet my mind and be at one with the present moment. By the end of the day, I'm only human. I'm not a. Uh, I'm not the Buddha. So I, I have a lot of shit going on in my ADHD brain. So by having a, a diary or a journal, I can just offload stuff straight away, get it down, and uh, it's out of my mind, and I'm kind of free to think about other things and and plan other things. So first and foremost, you've got you want to get a diary and a planner, and then you might be thinking, Mo, okay, then that's all well and good. I've got that. I don't actually know what I want to do. I don't actually know what I want to plan my goals or how I want to plan my goals. Take a step back. Don't even think about goals for a minute. The first thing I would do is I will, or I, I would, if I, um, let's do it from a point of view of me writing my goals in a few days' time for the for the year. I would perform a self audit. So I would. This is going to be painful, but you got to be brutally honest with yourself. I'm going to look at everything that I failed, and if you have goals last year, that is even better. I'm going to look at the biggest areas that I failed in. I'm going to look where I let myself down. I'm going to look at the things that I should have done that I didn't do. I'm going to look at the excuses that I made. I'm going to look at everything in terms of failure, not victories. I'm just going to look at failures. I want to I want to know what I did terribly. I want to know that what the worst traits of my of my the, the systems I use, the way I work. I want to know why I failed. What I'm going to do is I'm going to think about all of those things. I'm going to write it down on a bit of scrap paper in my in my um, notebook or journal, not the diary yet. And then I'm going to write down the reasons that I failed. I'm going to look for trends. And I'm going to write down three main reasons why I failed. Like, why did I fail? What reoccurring things did I have? I think last year I had something like... Um, procrastinated uh, i procrastinated too much that's still a bit of a problem to be honest with me active procrastination being a perfectionist i think number two was I, I let bad people into my life i didn't surround myself i didn't consciously cut out people that didn't benefit me which dragged me down and uh you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with and obviously that was my fault as well and then i can't remember what number three was maybe it was sleep more but yeah so what you're going to want to do is write down let's say three things where you really really failed on perform a self-audit Next up, what you, what I like to do is I write down roughly and quickly, why do I want to be successful? So I write down why I failed last year. Why do I want to succeed? Not at a specific goal, just succeed generally. What would it mean to me? What would it what would it do? And I think I had something like one day I'm going to be crippled. Um, it's just like a few motivational quotes or things that came into the front of my mind. One day I'm going to be crippled. 
Um, you regret the things you regret the things that you don't do. Like you never regret doing things. So take action now because the, you're not always going to have the time to do these things. And uh, time is a finite resource, and you're going to be crippled, and one day you're going to be dead, and you're not going to have the opportunities to do these things that you want to do in the future. Right. So many of us know what we want to do in terms of goals. Many of you might have like clear cut goals and you know what you want to what you want to achieve and what you want to do. But probably for the vast majority of us, actually, we don't have a, a clear set of goals that we want to achieve. Maybe you're just going to pull something out your ass, like lose five pounds, drink less alcohol. Um, I don't know, not be a cunt. And that's that's not very good because they're not specific. They're not meaningful. You don't have a way to a way to measure them. What gets measured gets managed. And it's going to be like every other New Year's goal where it just goes or yearly goal where it just goes into your mind and uh, in one ear straight out the other. So the next step then, after you perform this kind of self audit, just writing down your, your flaws and your traits. I don't even know where I got this from. I'd, I'd like to think I made it up from a series of things that I've read. I've like used a, a load of different goal setting techniques to make this. Um, next thing you want to do after you've done a self audit is I suggest that people write down three things in the last year that brought them the most joy. What three things did you do that brought you the most joy that made you the happiest what are the three fondest memories like maybe it's a family holiday maybe it was uh doing something with your i don't know maybe maybe you went to went on a really cool trip um maybe you had a really nice meal what were the three things that you did in the last year that brought you the most joy write that down and then what you can also do is write down something in the last week that brought you the most joy now, what I would do is I'd look over those things and I'd see what those things have in common. And for 99% of people, especially my clients I do this with, there is a trend. And the trend between these things isn't so much a specific a specific item or something that money can buy. The, the experiences are made by the people involved within the experiences. You might, you might have gone on a holiday, which requires money, obviously. So you might want to make more money to set your goals so you can go on more holidays. But why do you want to go on more holidays? Well, the holiday was made great by the people that you went with. The holiday was made great because maybe you went with your best friend or you went with your family. Maybe the meal was great because it was with your girlfriend or it was with your mum. Like there's going to be people involved that you have a deep, deep, deep care about unless you're an us sociopath in all these things. Sure, they're going to be materialistic, but if you look deeper into it, the reason why these memories stand out and were so enjoyable was because of the people that were involved. And uh, just look at the trends, see see what's what's linking all these things together. And then you can create necessity. That's kind of step three. That's the most important thing. And uh, you use this, use step two to do step three, and you want to create a necessity. So think about who you care about, who matters, who has brought you the most joy, who has helped you, who has gone above and beyond for you, who could you help in the same way? How, how could you help people? Who could you help? And who are the people that need your help? Who are the people that are relying on you that you love, that you care about? Or who are the people that are just relying on you to make their life better and improve their lives? Like you could have, for example, uh, I want to, I want to, I want to help every, every young lad like me that was lost and didn't know what to do and is maybe feeling a bit depressed and miserable and doesn't know where to go in their life. So I want to, I want to help someone avoid that pain by lifting them up and giving them, providing them with a sense of direction. Maybe I want to help my, 
mum and little sisters uh, get more money so they can go on family holidays. We can go on family holidays together. I can be there more when they're growing up and provide for them more and give them the same opportunities that people provided me with when I was younger. So what you want to do is just look at those, look at that list of things that made you the happiest. And then you can use that or you can just do it completely cold and just create necessity in terms of writing down the people that you really love, the people that you care about, the people that you want to help. And then what you're going to do is you're going to use those to link to your goals. So every single goal that you you create, you want to create necessity. Like you want you want to create a need to do it. You want to create a purpose bigger than yourself. Because if you're just doing a goal for yourself, like, ah, oh, I'm going to lose 10 pounds. Uh, I'm going to stop smoking and I'm going to get a new car. Like, I'm, I'm sorry, but it's fucking shit. Like, you might do that. You're probably not going to do it because you're you're destined to stay the same with that kind of way of doing things. But the goals don't mean anything. Like they, they, they don't serve a purpose greater than yourself. They don't serve something big. True. What what, what separates a professional athlete from an amateur athlete? Um, I'll tell you what it is. A, both is motivation is easy. Like an amateur athlete, someone that like is is mediocre at a sport versus the pro. Someone that's mediocre versus the pro. They're they're both motivated people. They're both most motivated individuals. Yes, yeah, sure, the pro might be genetically gifted and and all these other things. But at the end of the day, what it comes down to is motivation and purpose. The professional athlete is going to have a sense of necessity. They're going to have a drive to get through the toughest training sessions when they do not want to train. Everyone is motivated. It's easy to train when you're motivated. When you are not motivated, when you don't want to train, what's going to get you in the fucking gym? What's going to pull you through the sessions? Is it going to be the the fact that you you want 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 to want to lose an extra few pounds? Is it the fact that your you want to buy a new car or is it going to be some deeper sense of purpose where you feel like people are relying on you that is going to drag you through the toughest of times so then once you've created that necessity you've got those people written down you're going to want to start to formulate some goals i can't tell you what to put but i can tell you how i like to plan it i like to create lifestyle financial and health goals and in each of those i write three main things. Now, I might change this up in the video. I don't know yet. This is what I did last year. So I create a goal to do with my lifestyle. So that's going to be something like, what did I have last year? 100, 100 skydives, I think was on there last year. So I had 100 skydives. I had, oh, I can't remember anything, become a, become a better person. And then I specified like what that meant. And I had something else. I haven't got my diary in front of me right now. And I do probably remember it. But the pressure of doing a podcast has caused me to forget it. We'll blame it on that. And uh, and then what you want to do in each of those is like be specific about it. So write down, write down a how, first of all. No, 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 scrap that. Cancel that. Write down a why, first of all. Then you write down a how. And the most important thing when you do this is going to take a good few hours is when you when you write down your why, you're going to want to link your why to your necessity. So, okay, 100 skydives. You might think in Mo, like, what, how are you, how's that going to be linked to your necessity that you set up the start? How's that going to, who's relying on you to do 100 skydives? Well, first and foremost, I'm going to enjoy it. Okay, so this is, this is along the lines of what I put underneath. So, 100 skydives. Why? Why do I want to reach 100 skydives? Well, um, it's going to be a peak experience. It's going to make me appreciate life more. It's going to link into my lifestyle to L2 goal 
of being a better person because I'm going to be appreciating life more. I'm going to be doing something I enjoy. It's going to make me more motivated to make more money. I'll then link that to a, so I'll, I'll put below, I'll link that to a financial goal because I'll have a financial goal. Let's say I wanted to make half a million pounds. And then I'll say, I want to get hundred skydives. It'll motivate me to make more money Then in brackets. I'll put, if that was financial goal one, F1 to link everything together to create this mental network or web of all the goals in my head. Um, it's going to enable me to produce better YouTube content, which in turn is going to enable me to increase my reach and help more people because I'm going to have more subscribers. It's going to enable me to make more money off social media, which in turn is going to enable me to give more money back to my family. And what I'm basically doing is for every goal, I'm starting with why. Why is it important? And when I'm writing a why, I link it to the other goals that I've written down, other goals that I have. And I also link it to the necessity at the start. And you, you, you begin to form this map of goals. It's kind of spider web. And uh, I think I might do this visually actually as well this year. Alex did it really well with um, my friend Alex Demerall from RET. Did it really well with on like on almost like a mind map where you where you actually draw the goals together. So I'm pretty good to do it in my diary and write it down. But this is just a rough, rough draft right now. And, uh, and yeah. So you, I set three lifestyle goals, L1, L2, L3. And then for lifestyle two, I think it's something along the lines of, well, it was become a better person. And I, and I had underneath like, why, why should I do that? What's it going to do? It's going to make people's experiences with me more pleasant. I'm going to be able to get more enjoyment out of life and spend more time with other people, which is going to make me more, 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 what's the word magnetic or, and then it's going to affect me. So I'm going to be able to grow my social medias, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Then underneath each one, you're going to write how you're going to write how you're going to do it. How are you going to get there? How am I going to do 100 skydives? Well, I am going to make more money, first of all, which links to another goal. So there you go, creating that. I am going to start three new businesses and pretty sure I've done that. Real Evolution Training. I wrote down, I was to start RET. I was going to push my push my pre-workout more. I, I was going to release presets and I'm writing down a how. I'm just literally, this is just a mental, really rough mental offload that you're just writing down into like a scrap bit of paper or your, or your journal. And then I'm just going to write down how I'm going to do all these things. And then next to them, I will put an approximate date. So I'm going to put like roughly plan what month I can do this in and how long it's going to take. And I'd say allow yourself more time as well. And then basically I'm going to go through my lifestyle goals, three lifestyle goals, three financial goals, and three health goals i think health goals yeah i think i'm getting mixed up i think lifestyle two was actually in my health goals and uh, you get the idea anyway so i'm going to do that for every single one and just kind of link everything together and uh, write that all down and be specific with the with the dates and how i do things and then what i'm going to do after i got that i actually put i want to say don't set too many goals man like i think it's good to set small goals as well but kind of have these like big main goals it's all about creating like a the way i see it is if you set this massive goal right and you don't actually plan it. You don't visualize how you're going to get there. You're never going to get there. So the best thing you can do is start with a big goal and then break it down into smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller steps. And then it will look manageable. You'll be able to do it. It's like looking looking at Mount Everest as a sheer like a sheer cliff versus like a, a staircase. You know, you're going to be able to climb the staircase, but there is absolutely no chance you can climb up that sheer cliff, even though they're the same size. And it allows you not to get overwhelmed. And happiness as well. When it comes to moving towards a goal, moving towards things, happiness doesn't come from achieving a goal. Funnily enough, like 
it, it doesn't. Happiness comes from progressing towards something, progressing towards a goal. So it's why it's so important to write it down. It's why it's, it's so important to form a habit tracker, a way of tracking your progress, a way of tracking your movements, writing things down so you can cross it off because that's going to release dopamine and that's going to condition you that, okay, doing the things I need to do, it might not be fun now, but it feels good when I progress and get towards my ultimate goal, my end goal. And another bit of advice for me is when you're tra- when you're doing these as well, set big goals. Don't be afraid to set big goals and don't be afraid to fall short of your goals either. But don't go into the mentality that I'm going to fall short. There's a, there's a book called The 10 Times Rule and it basically talks about how you should set your goals to 10 times the size. If you want to earn 100,000 pounds, you should try and aim for, you should shoot for a million pounds. If you, if you think something's going to take one hour, it's going to take 10 hours. If you think something's going to take 100 pounds, it's going to take, <laughs> fuck, I've got to do maths then. It's going to take uh, 1,000 pounds. So 100 pounds, 1,000 pounds. Yeah, it's times 10, isn't it? You can tell I did a degree that revolved around maths, can't you? Um, but you get the idea anyway. And what this does, what this enables, uh, going by this 10 times rule notion, is you're probably going to fall short in your goals. Like, it's probably going to happen. But you will fall short in your goals in proportion to how big you set the goal. So let's say you wanted to make £1,000 and you fall 75% short and you only make £250. Shit. Let's say you wanted to, you, you set the goal of making a million pounds, but you only make 250k. If you're making 30k and then you made 250k, you're probably going to be okay with that. So I suggest you you set big goals, like keep them realistic. Don't say I want to be a fucking astro- the first man to Mars in the next 70 days. Set big goals, but big but make them realistic as well. So that's a, that's a very important thing. And also don't set too many goals. Like you can set a lot of key main big goals that you can work towards, but don't set too many large goals. Like I'll have little things on there as well. Like I want to learn how to backflip on flat. That isn't going to occupy a isn't going to occupy a like a, a singular goal on its own, but it might fall underneath the goal. Let's say I set a goal, I want to improve my overall health and fitness. That's one of my yearly goals. And beneath that, in the in the house in the um, in the why section or the how section, I'm going to break it down into I'm going to start yoga. I'm going to become more mobile. I'm going to meditate once every day for 10 minutes. I'm going to invest in gymnastic lessons. I'm going to go for, I'm going to, you could even put something within that sub goal of like, I'm going to run 10 miles by this date. And then it's almost like, like I said, building up this hierarchy of goals that lead towards a bigger thing. I think that's a great way of doing it. And this year, regardless of everything that's happened in terms of achieving my goals and in terms of happiness, I can promise you that this year has been by far my my best year where I've been really, really content with things and happy of things and like looked back and think, yeah, I'm, I'm happy that's how, how that's progressed. And even, even though I haven't done things perfectly, it still feels... Um, I still feel fucking wonderful and great. So then, after you've written down these goals, like I said, for YouTube video coming on it, after you've done those things, you're going to want to write them up neat and beautifully into your diary. So get them down into your diary, into your moleskin diary. I just write it in the front pages. And uh, there's some really more important steps as well to get in towards things. So you've got to understand... Let's finish a sentence about the diary first of all. <laughs> you want to get everything down in the, in the diary, write up neat, because you're going to be looking back on this multiple times per week. Set yourself a promise that you will look at that. I like to do it Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. That you will read those goals every single morning, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at least, or it can be different days. And every time you read them, jot it down somewhere. Create something called a habit tracker. From This is from a book called Atomic Habits. Really, really good. Um, so 
what I do after all the goals have been written down in the book, I'll then create a page and I'll put down some habits that I want to acquire, some key things, some key moves that are going to get me towards my goals or keep me on track. And I had something like produce music. You can tell that I've I've kind of changed the way I've done things. So I haven't been tracking them recently, but I, I've got something like produce music. And then I've got something like meditate. And then I've got something like bed before 10 p.m. And then I've got something like read goals. And then what I'll do is you can use, there's a good app for tracking habits called Strides actually, which um, I don't really use it because I'm trying to spend less time on my phone. That'll be another another part of a bigger goal, spend less time on social media and I'll write a plan how to get there. Um, Strides is quite a good app for tracking habits. Um, what was I saying? And then you want to, what you want to do is, is, it's every day, preferably in the evening. I know it's going to be a pain in the ass, but it literally takes two minutes. Is either put, I put a line through next to each one of those things, a green line when I've done it, or a red X if I haven't done it. Another word of advice is get one of those pens that you used to have at school that has like four different colors on it. It's really good just to create like a visual, like greens and reds to, to really reinforce like green, good, red, bad. And, uh, and then you can create a habit tracker and by just doing a literally little tick Every day, at the end of the day, you go over your day and you, you make sure that you've done those things that you set at the beginning of the year. The most important thing and the, the reason why everyone fails is because no one has the discipline or, or the willpower to, to keep this up. You want to make sure that you are doing it. You want to set a regimented schedule and make sure you are reading your goals Monday, Wednesday and Friday. And that is the only way that you're going you're gonna to move towards them. Sure, you're going to fall short. But don't go into that. Don't go into it that mentality because it's better to fall short on a big goal than it is to not even try. And the, the next year will come around, and you will be in the exact same fucking situation with the exact same problems, but just more of them that you are now, and your life will be shit and the same. So if you really want to make a change, do something different, and realize that it's far easier, it's far less painful in the short term to not even try to live in a state of denial, to maybe set some like really rough, unapproximate goals and be like, oh yeah, um, I, I might get there and forget about them. Push them down, out of sight, out of mind. The next year comes around and you're, you're in the exact same situation, if not worse. And the longer you leave it, the more anguish you're going to feel, the more painful it is going to get in the long term. That's, that's, that's how you avoid short-term pain. You just uh, don't set any goals, don't even try anything, and then you're not going to be met by failure. But for the long term, it is going to add up and you're going to be fucking miserable. So it's far braver to set goals, set specific goals. And sure, you're going to fail. You're not going to succeed any, everything. Life isn't, isn't wonderful and perfect. You are going to fail. You are not wonderful and perfect. You are going to not do well on certain things. But it is not the end of the world. At least you know that you've tried. Like it's it'll be in the long term, going into things of that mentality where you you're used to failure. You don't mind if you fail. You're 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 a try. You're someone that's going to give it their best shot. Is far better than not doing anything at all and not even trying. And yeah, so you're going to want to do your goals in that kind of manner. That's what I like to do. And uh, going into the that that's kind of the that's that's the large scale. And then if we go into the macro. And then if you go into the macro level, slightly smaller, what you're going to want to do, or what I like to do, is, so rewind a minute, we've got our goals, we've got our necessity, we've got our reasons why we want to do this, you've got our, got our goals all laid out, the hows and the whys, how are we going to get there with approximate dates, with a plan, with smaller, like, sub goals set below the big goals in order to progress us towards this bigger goal, how are we going to get there, and uh, what, what, what we're going to want to do next, moving into the year, is... Every month, I plan the month. So 
in my notepad, what I'll do is I'll just mentally offload. I will mentally offload everything that I've got to get done. And they'll go back to my yearly goals and I will reference them. I will make the big goals into the macro. So I'll look and I'll be like, okay, I'll read through all my goals and be like, what can I do this month that is going to move me closer towards these bigger goals? And then I'll I'll write them down. I'll just, I'll just write all the things down that I could do this month to progress me further. Like take a step back and think, if I did this one thing, is it going to put me further than, I, than where I was at the start of the month or, or last month? If the answer is yes, do it. So then I formulate a rough plan for the month. What I'll then do is once I've got all this like list of things that I can do in the month, I'll then plan week by week. And more often than not, these things overrun. I don't get them all done, but I'm still progressing and I've still got a, a tracker of how I'm progressing. And then I'll, I'll write down week one, week two, week three, week four. And I will, underneath those, I will allocate what I can do in each week. Maybe it's like a, a photo shoot for my brand. Maybe it's uh, something on social media. Maybe I'm going to do a have a have a plan done by this week maybe i'm going to write this much of an article or a book this week whatever it is i'm gonna have it written down by week then what i do is i've got week one week two week three week four january when january comes i don't plan like february march until i'm actually into the into the month so i'm not that meticulous of a planning and then when the when the first of january comes and i've got this january plan of week one week two week three week four i then I'm in week one, January. I look at the things that I need to do in week one, January. And then I create a weekly plan for that week on a Monday, literally takes about 15 minutes. And I write, okay, I'm going to do this on this day, this on this day, this on this day, this on this day. And these are going to be the essential tasks that I'm how I'm going to prioritize my day. And then it's all about creating like this kind of like chain of command. I don't know if that's the right word or this communication stream going from these large goals that trickles down into these smaller goals, like having this big river with little tributary, tribute, tributaries going down from eventually breaking down into smaller and smaller things. I mean, you're, you're, you're breaking it down, you're, you're building the steps. And then every, every week you're kind of like picking away a little bit, getting towards these bigger goals. But the most important thing is that you actually go through them and read them religiously every week, because the, the, the reason you're going to fail you can do all of this but the reason you won't get towards them the reason that you'll fail is because you are not reading the goals you're not putting them in the forefront of your mind and that's why it's, i think it's so important to do it in a diary because you use your diary every day or you should use your diary every day and it's going to be right in the front there and you're going to have no excuse not to look at it like you're going to have to look at it and don't just skim through it read it read it in your head um thinking grow rich by oh, what's his name Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Um, that has got, I'm actually really impressed by how my memory is improving. I think it's down to meditation and reading. Meditation actually increases the amount of gray matter and various other areas of your brain. Um, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill has this has this thing. And you basically, it's kind of like a manifesting, um, but you it, it goes on about the subconscious mind and how, how in control the subconscious mind is of the outcome of your reality, which I do agree with to, to a large extent. And it basically talks about writing down and uh, something you want to achieve on a bit of paper. And then every night before you go to bed, you you read it out loud. And this is kind of a similar thing in the sense that you're, you're reading the goals multiple times a week and you are drilling them into your fucking subconscious. So you're, you're 
you're not hiding from them. It's not some some like cryptic loose goal that you've set. It's something that is in the forefront of your brain and you can't escape it. Do not the moment you let the goals run away from you, the moment you stop reading them on a on like a weekly basis, is the is the moment that you you fail fail massively. I think that's a that's a good time to to wrap this up. To be honest, I'm gonna go and pack a parachute because <laughs> I've got a I need to practice my parachute packing and it's getting a little bit late. But anyway, boys and girls, I'll be a YouTube video on this. So let me know what you thought of it. Drop me a message on Instagram. Drop me a share on the IG as well because my IG is kind of screwed at the minute. I've realized I've neglected it for too long and I am 99% sure that I've been shadow banned. But nonetheless, I'm, I'm pretty happy. Life goes on. Shit happens. It's only social media at the end of the day and I want to spend less time on it anyway. But give me a, give me a tag because it's actually really hard to, to grow the podcast and it's very, very difficult to, to get like organic reach on it unless you are one of the top trending podcasts. We were actually trending in Romania. I got a message from iTunes, I think. I think it is Romania or somewhere in Europe um, recently, which is really, really fucking cool. So I see everyone tag me in them and I really appreciate it. And like I said, if you if you tag me, you know that I try and get back to absolutely everyone. I probably do get back to you. But yeah, all the stories, I appreciate it. Big love. And it is really the the, the most, like I don't make any money from these podcasts at all. Um, it, the only thing, the only reason that I do these is literally for the people that listen to them. No other reason whatsoever. Maybe it makes you feel like a good person. That probably is the reason as well. Makes you feel like I'm actually helping people and contributing somehow. And uh, but if you get value from it, like fair enough, happy days. So drop me a tag and uh, give it a share in the story if you enjoyed it. Let me know what you thought of it. Drop me a message and let me know what you want to hear next week as well. Hope you enjoyed that one on setting goals because I enjoyed making it. For YouTube video coming soon, it's going to be a bit more organized, structured and planned. And uh, peace out. I love you to bits. Thank you. My name is at Mo Samuels. It's actually Mo Samuels, but if you put an at in front of it, you'll get my Instagram handle. Um, I love you to bits. Thank you. Good night.